Hello, welcome to another episode of Papa Bear Hikes. Let's get started by responding to our Patreons. Anne from Florence, South Carolina. Any plans for 2022? You sound like my husband. Your plans are always changing. Ha ha. I think that's part of the fun. I think you guys really enjoy looking ahead and coming up with different hikes. Yeah, you're right, Anne. And yes, you're right. My plans will keep changing. Thanks for your support on Patreon and for writing in this, this note. John from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. You and DubeTube need to head out west for your next adventure. I'd love to hike with you guys. <laughs> yeah, you might. I don't know if we'd make it out of Idaho without a rest warrant being served, but who knows? I could be heading out west this year. I don't know if DubeTube will be with me, but I could be heading out west. Andrea from Missoula, Montana. Any plans for a sequel to your book? I would think you, DubeTube, and Pete getting together for an adventure would make for one really fun and funny book. Eh, you're right, it probably would, but although DubeTube and I still get out to hike not nearly as often as we'd like to, kind of lost touch with Pete. Anybody who's read the book, I think you'd pick up on the fact that Pete was somebody who marched to the beat of his own drum. We had text a few times after I got off the trail, and it was maybe three weeks after that his last text to me was, well, I'm decided I'm getting off the trail and uh, don't know what I'm doing next. Really enjoyed our conversations. And it seemed shortly after that, I tried to get in touch with him, and his phone just couldn't get through. I think he had discontinued his service. But yeah, that's that's Pete. I think Pete just kind of went about life one week, one day at a time, and didn't really make any long-term plans. But yes, Andrea, thanks for writing that in. I don't think it would pass as uh, nonfiction, but <laughs> it certainly would make for... A funny book, but no, that's not gonna, that wouldn't be the sequel. There's not going to be a sequel to Switching Gears. But on the topic of my book, I want to talk about my top favorite places on the long trail. Not necessarily in Vermont, because I had a lot of places off the trail that I loved. A lot of experiences off the trail that I really enjoyed sharing. But these are the places on the trail I enjoyed. So my top five. Number five is Journey's End. Being in the northernmost part of Vermont, you really get a feeling of isolation. Like, I'm away from civilization. I'm away from it all. The town of North Troy, Vermont, just, I don't know how to put it. It just seemed just so cool. I don't know. Uh, everybody just seemed to be laid back, enjoying life to its fullest. I just enjoyed starting there at Journey's End. I enjoyed getting to that monument and looking out across the border out to Canada and then turning around and saying, here I go. I'm taking my first step south to hike this trail. Number four, Stratton Pond. I would have to say Stratton Pond and the Stratton Pond Fire Tower, actually. Stratton Pond is just absolutely beautiful. Beautiful place to camp. A lot of AT through hikers as well as long trail hikers will stop there because it's just it's convenient. It's close to Manchester Center, which is a great place to get off the trail. There's places to spend the night, to resupply. But Stratton Pond just offers you a beautiful place to camp before going into town. But most importantly about Stratton Pond, I would have to say, is the history. That's where it all started. That's where Benton Mackay had his vision for the AT. There's a lot of history. And there's, there's a plaque up there that commemorates that history. So if you're a history buff... Taking the time to just take it all in. I had my lunch there right next to the plaque. Walked up to the top of the fire tower. It was really a special place for me. Killington. 
again, I enjoyed Killington for a similar reason. It was it was very convenient for resupply. There's an outfitter close to the trail. There's the inn on the long trail, which I'm not going to get into that because that's an off-trail experience that I may share in another episode. You can go into Rutland. Again, a lot of off-trail experiences that I loved about Rutland that I can share. Killington was nice. It was, I felt like it was kind of the, the one break in the trail. Things leveled off a little bit. Uh, and not that that's necessarily a good thing, but I think after, at the point, both times that I had hiked to Killington, I'd been doing a lot of up and down. I'd been on the trail for four days and I was kind of ready for a break. I had my first really long my, day mileage wise hiking south to Killington because of it was flatter than the other areas. And I felt like at that point, I really had my trail legs on. I think I hiked almost 16 miles hiking south into Killington. But I, I just enjoyed that section. Number two, Mount Mansfield. That's an area I can't say enough about. You get up to Mount Mansfield, and it is just beautiful. Now, I'd been up there twice. The first time, beautiful views. It was clear. The second time, eh, it was raining. The wind was blowing. But the hike up and down was just a lot of fun. You're really, you really need to have your game on going up there. You really need to be paying attention. It's just, it's not just a stroll up a mountain. It's, you're going to get your money's worth going to Mount Mansfield. In fact, I love Mount Mansfield and my number one place so much. I've considered, and I'm still considering going there and spending a week or two just hiking the trails around it. And number one is Camel's Hump. When you get to the summit of Camel's Hump and look around, you really feel so isolated. Now, you're really not. You're not that far from the towns in Vermont, but you're so far above everything and looking around. I got up there, it was maybe 5.30, 6 o'clock in the afternoon. So the sun hadn't started setting, but it was such a clear and beautiful day. It was on a day where I think the temperatures were in the mid-90s. They were in the middle of a bit of a heat wave at the time I hiked up there. And it was refreshing to get up there and have the breeze blowing. It was so windy up there on a July day. I actually put my rain jacket on to to stay warm. I hiked it up there with a friend, which made it even more special. But yes, Camel Hump was my favorite place on the long trip. Hope you all enjoyed listening to this. Thanks for listening and let me share this with you. Thanks for listening. If you haven't done so yet, go to our website, pommelbearhikes.com. Listen to past episodes. Check us out on social media. Go to our YouTube channel, Martin Outside. All those links are there. In addition to that, you can buy our book or see what you're missing out on if you're not a Patreon member yet. Remember to get outside, have fun, and be safe. This episode of Pop Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity. Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services. For more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.